0: All right, all right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Friday, March 3rd, 2023. It's your inside source to all things Newsmax. And I know this happened a couple of days ago, but saying all right, all right kind of reminded me. You probably heard that uh, Salesforce is paying Matthew McConaughey $10 million a year to do some commercials while they lay off a bunch of hardworking regular American folks. Today is 3-3-23, World Wildlife Day. National Employee Appreciation Day, both of which should be celebrated every day. It's also National Canadian Bacon Day. And severe weather continues to threaten many areas of the country again today as well, so be smart and be careful. This morning, the EPA said it will require rail company, Norfolk Southern, to test for dioxins at the site of last month's derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Dioxins are described by the World Health Organization as persistent environmental pollutants with highly toxic potential. That's in quotes, highly toxic potential. The annual conservative political action conference known as CPAC continues today in Maryland. Newsmax is there, of course. But before we go to CPAC, Joe Biden has done it again. And now a Michigan mother who gave a heart-wrenching speech to a congressional panel over the deaths of her two young sons to fentanyl is demanding an apology from the president, as are others. Greg Kelly picks up the coverage.
1: Rebecca Kiesling did not point her finger at any one president or any one political party. She's upset about the overall situation. At the border, yeah, that's where it's coming from. And Joe, like a classic career politician, but one who is about to make a really bad mistake, deflects responsibility to Trump. He wasn't even accused. Listen to what happened.
2: Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration.
1: (laughs) That fentanyl they took, her two boys, came during the last administration. Not my fault, Trump's fault. One more time, look at the demeanor, the little chuckle at the end. He's talking about Rebecca Kiesling and her children and it's not his problem.
2: Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this man is no longer eligible, not that he ever was, to be president of the United States. Rebecca Kiesling, when she got wind of this, called it despicable. On Facebook, she said to the president, how dare you? What is the matter with you? Almost every Democrat on the committee offered condolences. They at least had the decency to do that. You can't even do that. You have to
0: mock my pain. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, who later spoke with Rebecca Kiesling. Where were you when you first saw that?
2: i had honestly i just finished doing a media interview and i um came back home and um saw it last night like around 10 o'clock or so and just my jaw dropped and then um i I started shaking i mean this is like are are you kidding me is this is this real like how, how could this be real like and then, um, and then I just thought about my sons, how disrespected they were, um, and I to just laugh. And and then on top of it, um, you know, right before bed, I got a nasty email from somebody, you know, calling me all kinds of names and saying that I'm such a sick, twisted mother that um, I accused Biden of, you know, killing my children. Like what? No, no, I, I didn't do that. And it was the Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene misspoke yeah. when she didn't hear my testimony because they're in and out of different committees. And, you know, and Congresswoman she-
1: Green, Congresswoman Green, though, it's, it's, forget, put that aside for a moment. He stopped talking about her and then quibbled about who was president in July of 2020 yeah. and then got a chuckle out of it. Yes. It's, it's reprehensible. Uh, I don't think this is over, by the way. You are owed an apology would you take his phone call?
2: Yeah, but, you know, I, I demanded an apology. I did a video on social media, and it's been shared in the in the press. And so he was asked this afternoon, well, no, I'm sorry, his um, press secretary right. was asked whether he's going to issue me an apology, and their position is that, you know, I guess I'm not owed one, and that um, those comments were pertaining to me, like, how could he say that? How, how could you say they weren't pertaining to me? Like and and I tell you they're not just to me, they're to the you know, millions who are who have lost children and loved ones to fentanyl.
0: The White House isn't going to issue an apology because they're spinning the thing to Marjorie Taylor Greene's comments about securing the border, and who, in their right mind, would send this woman nasty or threatening emails or voice messages. She clearly said that it isn't political, even if it was she lost her two sons. It's a huge American problem. It's not media hyperbole. It's not xenophobic. The border Who and what is coming across it is the biggest problem in the country. It's costing lives, it's costing billions of dollars, and it's not only border states, it is affecting the whole country. Okay. Moving on, as I mentioned at the start, CPAC continues today in Maryland, former President Donald Trump is the headline speaker, people like Texas Senator Ted Cruz, Ohio's J.D. Vance, and 2024 presidential hopeful Nikki Haley spoke on Thursday, and Newsmax is there.
3: Yes, we've had a lot of fun here so far. We've had Kimberly Guilfoyle, We've had Donald Trump, Jr. We got to talk to uh, Senator Tuberville, who uh, you guys have been featuring on the stage. And he told me that I could call him Coach instead of Senator, which is a big thrill for me. Uh, But yes, it's a lot of fun out here, a lot of uh, activity, and this is just really the first day that it's really getting going. And also, on top of all those other big names, I have another big name as well sitting with me right now. His name is Sean Spicer.
4: John oh so you may know him from Spicer and promised Company. Bianca. I was you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you got me instead, look at, so look I'm sorry. At this crowd,
4: right? Unbelievable. A lot of big names here.
3: Yeah, it's wow. a first time back here in a
4: while. Yeah. I mean, you're a veteran of these types of events. Uh, give us, what's the vibe check? Well, look, I, this is probably, someone was just asked me, I think this is somewhere about number 25 CPACs for me. Do you
3: get a, uh, you get a special token for 25 I, I bet CPACs? I gonna, when I
4: bump into Matt Schlapp, I'm going to ask her if I can get something you know, to acknowledge that but it's it's definitely continues to step up a notch when you look at the number of media folks that are here it's it's all of the the row here it's conservative media. It's taken the place from the traditional media, right? That's really a testament to how well conservative media has grown. Look at the crowd behind us. The number of people, the young people, the people of color, the diversity that exists. It's phenomenal to see this level of excitement and enthusiasm here at CPAC, you know, in, in at the beginning of March in an off year election. Yeah, It's crazy too, because
3: we've seen, Matt, Grows CPAC to like really an international event. You got CPAC Brazil, CPAC Hungary, CPAC Japan, and you have a lot of those folks here at, at CPAC, right. this is
4: the main CPAC. Well, and for folks who haven't been to a CPAC before or haven't kind of kept up with it, it used to be at a hotel in northwest Washington, DC, on in sort of a dark room and a couple of ballrooms and a hallway, people would hand out pamphlets. It was a great gathering, don't get me wrong, a place where conservatives could gather to really exchange ideas. This has really blossomed. There's a lot of young people yeah. here. Um, Uh, And there's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm about where the party's going. A lot of great speakers that are talking about where we go as a party and as a movement.
3: Yeah, the first time I ever attended CPAC was 2012. I think it was the last one at the old Wardman Park Marriott. That's right. Um, But yeah, this is a lot bigger, a lot brighter, and a lot bigger event. You're speaking here this week. Tell us what you're gonna talk about.
4: We're talking about the woke agenda, ESG, the environmental social uh, governance agenda and how we can stop it. So I've got uh, Andy Puzner from the business side and then the speaker of the Oklahoma legislature on the other side. we're talking about how we can stop this agenda both on the government side and on the business side. And if you think about it, just yesterday, we saw this historic vote in the Senate to stop the Biden ESG agenda. That was a big deal, especially in a Senate controlled by Democrats.
0: That's John Bachman, host of John Bachman Now, and Sean Spicer, who is one of today's scheduled speakers. As you heard there, Sean also mentioned the Senate voted 50 to 46 in favor of overturning a Labor Department rule that permits retirement fund managers to consider climate change, good corporate governance, and other factors when making investments on behalf of pension plan participants. Two Democratic senators, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Senator John Tester, of Montana both crossed uh, party lines to support the repeal. President Biden said he would veto the bill, which would be the first veto of his presidency. And if you missed this, Newsmax CEO Chris Ruddy was also at CPAC on Thursday. He sat down and spoke with Mercedes Schlapp about the success of Newsmax and the decision by DirecTV to remove Newsmax from its platform.
5: People may remember, Newsmax started as a website in 1998. I had been a journalist covering the Clintons nationally at the New York Post, the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Saw the power of the internet, saw the power of the Drudge Report, remember that success in the 90s. So I started Newsmax and we had tremendous growth over the years and then about 2014 to 16 we decided to launch a cable and streaming news channel called Newsmax. I'm glad to report we're the fourth highest rated cable news channel in the United States now. About 25 million people watch us regularly, and that's just in the cable world. People forget 45 million homes have disconnected from cable. They don't watch Fox or CNN anymore. They can't, they don't get it and they're on these devices like Samsung and Pluto and Zumo. So we're for the moment on both. Eventually we're going to have two channels, Newsmax 1 and Newsmax 2. Um, but it's been a very exciting and it's really not our brilliance, it's the fact the American people want more choices in news. Right.
4: Well, you're talking about more, more choices in news, but we've run you, you, Newsmax has really run into a challenge with AT&T and DirecTV where they've pretty much removed Newsmax uh, from their platform. Tell us, how what's the status of this? Is there gonna be progress being made in this area?
5: Well, I hope so. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a shock to us because um, we've been around for over five years now. We're on every major cable system. Last year, we renewed with hundreds of cable systems, including Dish and Verizon, and then TV. We could not come to agreement. They removed us on January 24th. We went dark on 13 million homes. They're a huge market share player. Now as you know, AT&T owns a significant portion of DirecTV and they had removed the One America channel last year. A popular conservative channel, didn't have the ratings we had, but very popular. Um, And our view was that it was censorship. Now they say very differently that it wasn't, that they want more conservative voices, they've added a conservative commentary channel. When we heard that we said great, that's good, have more voices. Um, the nice thing is, about two weeks ago, they announced that they would consider bringing Newsmax back on, and they are um, working, I think, to to that end. We're hopeful that we can come to some agreement. It's not for sure, but um, I think both parties would like to do it, and I think it would be a great testament to them and the diversity of voices that they're having. That's right.
0: That's Newsmax CEO Chris Ruddy speaking at CPAC yesterday. So that is potentially good news. And again, if you do have AT&T or DirecTV, don't be silenced. Call them up and tell them you want Newsmax TV. Tell them you'll switch to another provider. Nikki Haley, the former ambassador to the UN in the Trump administration and 2024 presidential candidate, is also attending the conference and spoke with Eric Bowling last night on the balance about China. Xi Jinping has been rumbling, ra- r- rabling, uh, saber rattling, so to speak, with Putin. He may decide to p- provide lethal aid to-, to Russia and Putin. What would President Haley say about that and how would you stop it or would you stop it?
6: Well, I would have stopped it before it started. You know, I think that the reason this is happening is they smell blood in the water. I mean, think how arrogant that they are, that here you've got American people looking up at the sky and they see a Chinese spy balloon looking back at us. That's ludicrous. And so I think we need to start letting China know we're onto them. And we can do that by a few things. First of all, start sanctioning them for stealing intellectual property, because they continue to do it. Understand that the biggest way we can counter them is to have a strong military, a strong doesn't start wars, a strong military prevents wars. Let's hold them accountable for COVID. No one has done that yet. Instead of talking about the cartels, why don't you talk about China and that, that they're actually the ones sending the fentanyl across the border. Let's hold them accountable for that. Let's go to our universities and say, you either take Chinese money or you take U.S. money, but you don't get to take both. And let's let China know what we expect of them. When we start to do that, when we start to let them and Russia and their junior partner, Ron, know that America is strong, America is proud, and America is going to fight back. That's when we will start winning again.
0: Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley on the balance with Eric Bowling and set a reminder to watch the balance at eight o'clock Eastern tonight as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is scheduled to join the show. And who knows, maybe he'll announce that he is officially running for president on Newsmax TV. Ron DeSantis, by the way, one of the notables that is not attending the CPAC conference, along with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and some others. Meanwhile, back in Washington, the Office of Congressional Ethics determining Thursday that there is substantial reason to believe that New York Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC accepted impermissible gifts associated with her attendance to the Met Gala in 2021. That was when she wore that crazy dress and made a whole big scene attempting to make some kind of a political statement. I'm sure you remember that. And outside of politics, SpaceX has done it again. The Crew-6 mission now docking with the International Space Station, the Dragon capsule docked with the ISS overnight, likely while you were sleeping, This after launching yesterday from the Kennedy Space Center. Spacecraft brought two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and for the first time, a long-duration astronaut from the United Arab Emirates. Well, the weekend is upon us. Have a fantastic and safe weekend. There are a lot of crazies out there, as you know. And don't forget, if you're not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems, as well as platforms like Roku, Pluto, Amazon, and others. And be sure to get the Newsmax TV app so you can watch your favorite shows like The Record with Greta Van Susteren, Wake Up America, Spicer and Company, Prime News with Jen Pellegrino and others, anywhere, anytime you want. And it's free in the app store or google play thanks for listening to newsmax daily tell all your friends about all the newsmax podcasts if you're listening to this before eight o'clock eastern don't forget to catch ron desantis on the balance tonight i'm tony marino i'll see you right back here on monday news breaks every minute every day you need the app the newsmax app Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.